הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שבירנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שאוכני עפר קידושם אשר בארץ המה, ובכלל רבנו הקדוש, צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מכוח חוכמה. רבנו נחמן בן פגן, נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן, זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So let's see, um, going to do two תורות, תורה ל"ט ותורה מ"ם, both תורה 39 ותורה 40, two small תורות, uh, which are both לשון רבנו, so let's hop right into it. תורה ל"ט לשון רבנו, דרך המלאכה, ונתתי עשר בסדך לי ומתך עצי זין דברים, י"א, מינון פרשת שמה, אין בפרשה והיה. Um, Hashem says, Natati Esav and I have given foliage besadecha in your fields yivimtecha for your animals. I've given grasses and herbs and foliage in your fields for your animals. So Esav, Rabbanu is going to take the word Esav, foliage, rashet levot. This is an acronym for the phrase, Ose Shalom Yomav. He who makes peace in his heights. This we say all the time. Hashem, he who makes peace in his heights. Besadecha. What is it in your field? So now Rabbanu is going to take apart this, uh, this phrase, Esev besadecha limitecha. So we see Esev is Ose Shalom Yomav. It's the idea of Shalom. We're going to look at that soon. Besadecha in your field, Lishon Sidudu Shvira. This is the language of turning over and breaking. Shvira. Sidudu Shvira. Sidud means to turn over, to break something. So now Rabbanu uses these two things. Let's see how we... really expand on this pasuk and he's really trying to explain something awesome. <clears throat> Rabbanu says like this, when a person feels some sort of hunger and that the desire for eating comes over him and overpowers him, he shall know that he has enemies. As the Chachamim say, I believe, I'm not mistaken, If I'm not mistaken in that Gemara, Hasam Gevulech Shalom, on this verse in Tehilim, Hasam Gevulech Shalom, he who places your borders with peace, who gives your borders peace. Umi sheyesh lo rashim elemata, beyadu sheyesh lo rashim elemala. And it says in the Gemara Sanhedrin, Kuv Gimun Abubet, one who also has enemies down below, it's known that he has enemies up above. So let's see how Rabbanu ties this all together. So it says, Rabbeinu says, therefore a person must break and turn over his animalistic side that is constantly designed to eat, as we see, that we saw earlier, that is idea, to break, to turn over, which is the idea of sadecha. You must break your bahamiyut, as we saw in the verse. You must break that bahamiyut, That behema within you, that animalistic side within you, that is desiring to eat. For Rabbeinu says, the main essence of hunger is for the animalistic aspect of a person. Gam Amru Midrash, the Midrash also says, When wickedness appears, disgrace follows. What is disgrace? This is the disgrace of hunger. When wickedness appears, the disgrace of hunger appears. So that you'll never be, again be, be uh, what do you call it? Um, basically, they should never take um, the shame of hunger from the goyim. Goyim. <clears throat> 
So we see that hunger has this idea of khakhpa, shame, disgrace, and um, that it's a it's a big curse. That this shame and hunger belongs to the Goyim, which is this idea of the Bahamiyut, that we should never have to deal with that. So let's see what Rabbeinu says and how this all ties together. We find that conflict, meaning that which disgraces a person, that which disgraces a person, comes through this concept of hunger. Hunger is this aspect of disgrace, machloket. So we see that Machloket comes from this aspect of hunger. It sources in this aspect of hunger. As we saw the shame of this hunger that exists among the Goyim. And this hunger, which represents this concept of conflict, strife, which is shame, as we saw. This represents the foreskin. What did we say? We said that we said that hunger is a a disgrace. But what's also a cherpa? The foreskin, as we see that the brothers say it to Yaakov Avinu, how can you let Shechem rape our sister? He help or be with our sister. He has a foreskin. It's a shame for us. It's a disgrace for us. A man who has a foreskin is a shame. It's a, it's a disgrace. So we see that the Ola also represents disgrace. So we see that hunger, conflict is all disgrace, which is this idea of the foreskin. It's all in, under one branch. The Ola hem shalosh kipot. The Ola. The foreskin is three sort of evil forces. It's three people, three husks. The first one. Um, um, we see that the orla, the foreskin, is three sort of klipot, three evil forces, three types of evil, um, evil aspects to it that surround the, the, the Brit of peace, the covenant of peace, because we know the Brit is Shalom. And when a person breaks this foreskin, then this Brit Shalom, this covenant of peace is revealed. And when there's peace down below, there is peace up above in his height. And we saw, he makes peace within his height. It's getting rid of this foreskin, basically. When you reveal the Brit Shalom. And when there's peace up above, then what happens? Great satisfaction becomes revealed in the world. As it says with regard to Yosef, Give us grain, seed grain, and we will live. Let's see another explanation for this verse. Explain that idea of Esef the idea of hunger, enemies. We saw that this idea represents the foreskin. And subduing that foreskin is revealing the Brit Kodesh, which then brings great satisfaction in the world, reducing hunger, etc., etc. Now Rabbeinu is going to bring another inyan with regard to this verse. Another explanation. And I've given foliage. This is a language that's hinting to children. Sons, and your offspring was like the foliage of the land. So we see that offspring represents foliage. So when I've given you foliage, is like children. In your field for your animals, what did that mean? So Rabban is going to ask a question. When is it that you're going to have kids that are chayim, that have life, and they're constantly sustained? A fulfillment. 
whenever your unital your marital relations are in holiness. When you break that 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 soul of yours that is constantly desiring that lust. Meaning that the animalistic soul within you. When you break that animalistic soul and you have that holy union, then you will have kids that are have life and are um, what do you call and are maintained. And it shall seem to you as if a demon forced you to do the act. As I said in the about a great tzaddik, that he would do the act as if a demon forced him to do it, meaning he would not want to do it at all. It was as if uh, a shed forced him. This is how you should break your ta'avat in youth, how your sexual lust should be broken, um, breaking your your animalistic soul. And this is what it says, in your field, leshon shed. Sadecha comes the word, the language shed, demon. Through this, you should have kids that are kayama, that are constantly fulfilled, uh, meaning um, that are full of life, kayama, that don't uh, that don't uh, die out. Bnei kayama. Ki mitat abanim zebechat neshamot hashukot betikla, hashukim betikla kayadua. For Rabbanu explains the death of children. Is because of the neshamot, these souls that are oppressed within the tikla, the skill. Kedur, as it's brought down um, in the Zohar Mishpatim Kuf Yud Gimel Amud Aleph. Zohar Parashat Mishpatim, look over there. That the neshamot who pass away, the, the death of children is actually because those neshamot are oppressed within the tikla. But if you break that animalistic soul within you, and it's as if you you almost act as if the, the act of marital relation is as if a shed forced you. Then you will have kids that have life and don't pass away. Or full of chayim. For the skill, Hanu Klipa Noga, which is actually the klipo, the Klipa of Noga, which is the, the evil force which we know as Noga, half evil, half good. This is this evil, this level of evil, Klipa Noga, this evil husk, is very close to the animalistic soul. As it's brought in Mishnat Chasidim in Masechet Harkava. Also explained that you should, your main essential marital relation should be on Friday night. That that is when Klipat Noga is encompassed within the levels of holiness above it. As we know, we saw this idea in Lesson 19 about Klipat Noga being encompassed within holiness on Shabbat Kodesh. And then all the evildoers will be scattered away from her, will be spread away from her, being what? From Klipat Noga. A Klipat Noga will have no more evil within it. It will be encompassed within complete holiness. And you shall eat and she'll be satisfied. As it says at the end of the verse. This is hinting to Shabbat. That on Shabbat specifically when satisfaction occurs. That from Shabbat all the six days are blessed. So we see here this idea that your main, your main having kids should be your main marital relationship on Friday night when Klipat Noga is encompassed within holiness. And then there's no um, evil forces with regard to Klipat Noga. Then you have kids that are Chayim Ligayamim Bezrat Hashem. May we have the merit to do so. Okay, that's the end of that Torah. Okay, let's do Torah Mem. Torah 40. Lishon Rabbeinu Zerubachat. This is also directly from the manuscript of Rabbeinu. Ita basara mamarot. It's brought in the asara mamarot. In Yalkud Ruvani, the Midrash, Resh Parashat Mas'e. Over there, 
What does it bring down? We know the verse. In Bamidbar, chapter 10. Um, and also chapter 20. Actually, I, I can't. Um, it's in Sefer Bamidbar. It says over there, these are the journeys of in Parashat Matot Maseh. These are the Maseh Bnei Israel. These are the journeys of Bnei Israel. So what does it say over there in the in the Midrash? Why did Bnei Israel have to journey these forty-two journeys? Because they sinned with the phrase "Ele Elokech Israel." These are your gods, Israel. When they they did the Egel Zahav, when they did the Egel Zahav, the Egel. Itself started screaming out, Ele Elokech Israel, these are your God, Israel. For that sin of the Egel as I have, we had to make these 42 journeys um, uh, in the desert. This is why we will have to travel. This is, it is for this reason that Ben Israel had to do these journeys. So the same Ele in both phrases, Ele Maseh Ben Israel, and then Ele Elokech Israel. For the sin of Ele Elokech Israel, for that sin, which we had caused to the Egel Azahav, then we had to do this other Ele, which was these 42 journeys. Nimtza, we find, we find that all the journeys of a person, all the traveling of a person, is actually because he has damaged in faith. Meaning, because he has sunken in the service of idol worship, basically. For if he believed with complete faith that Hashem would be able to to sustain for him, to, to bring him, to provide for him all of his needs. He would not do any sort of travel. He'd stay wherever he was. We find that traveling is actually a blemish in faith. This is actually an aspect of idol worship. A blemish in faith, as we know according to the Baal Shem Tov, is an aspect of idol worship. This is what it says with regard to idol worship. Serving idols, tell him get out. As it says in Yeshua, tell him get out. Say when it says get out, this is the aspect of journeying and traveling. Say going out of your place. And also through this traveling that you engage in, Rabbanu says you rectify. The traveling that happens that you've caused up, as if to say, up there in the heavens. And the cover is too narrow for. I'm not sure what the. For, too narrow for entering, I believe, maybe. Nonetheless, Rabbanu is trying to explain that basically, Ele Eloke Masecha, Masecha, by the way, is a reference to these, these molten gods, that you cause almost a, a movement up there um, through your Avodat al but through traveling, you repair that. Also through idol worship, one subdues, or Nimna, um, through idol worship, nimna matar matar is prevented. Do is prevented from being brought in the world through idol worship. And you shall serve other gods. 
and there shall no, be no more dew as it's brought down in Shema, in the parasha of Ehaya over there, that if you serve the gods, Hashem is not going to bring dew down. Oshayim matam, when there's no dew, and sova, there's no satisfaction. Oshayim sova, there's no satisfaction, and shalom, there's no peace, as we saw up in lesson 39. So they are connected, these two Torah. It says, It says in Tehilim, Let the mountains bear peace for the nations. As Rashi says, And when there's no peace, Then no person helps his fellow. And each and every person needs to, to travel and to make these tiltulim. These journeys from place to place in order for in order to receive a panasa livelihood. So we see that traveling from place to place is when there's a lack of shalom, and when the lack of shalom is shalom is all because of the lack of dew, which is happens through what avodat Torah. We also see that the exile comes to bitul Torah uh, through nullifying the Torah, whenever a person stops the to- stops studying the Torah. As it says, My nation has been exiled for the fact that they have no da'at, no consciousness, no awareness, no knowledge of Hashem. What's that da'at? We know is Torah. So the galut happens because of bitul Torah. When we stop da'at, and also through idol worship, rains stop, there's drought, and when there's no flower in Torah, there's no Torah. So we see that the stopping of rain doesn't allow the flower to grow the wheat. And when there's no wheat, there's no flower, there's no Torah. So we see that Avodat Alilim stops the Torah. As Rabbeinu just proved from the Pirkei Avot, Gimel, over there. Okay, that's where we're going to stop for today. These two awesome Torot, um, which are connected to the Inyan of Shalom, as we just saw. And Sova, etc., etc. But uh, two different ideas that we can learn a lot from. Bezrat Hashem, may we apply them and God willing, um, bring them within our hearts to, to truly act upon these Torah.